Blog Talk Radio. Psalm 82, a psalm of Asaph. God standeth in the congregation of the mighty. He judgeth among the gods. How long will ye judge unjustly and accept the persons of the wicked? Selah. Defend the poor and fatherless. Do justice to the afflicted and needy. Deliver the poor and needy. Rid them out of the hand of the wicked. They know not, neither will they understand. They walk on in darkness. All the foundations of the earth are out of course. I have said, Ye are gods, and all of you are children of the Most High. But ye shall die like men, and fall like one of the princes. Arise, O God, judge the earth, for thou shalt inherit all nations. Well, good morning, everyone. This is Kennard speaking. I'm your host for the Merciful Servants of God Biblical and Instructional Program. This program is for people who are starving, are are, are hungry, rather, for the truth. Kind of reminds me of uh, the... Beatitudes, uh, when Jesus, uh, his Hebrew name is Yeshua, mentioned the following about people who uh, hunger and thirst for righteousness. In Matthew chapter 5, verse 6, it states, Blessed are they which do hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they shall be filled. And that's the goal of this program for those who are truly hungering not for just food and water and, and other drinks, but are truly hungering for the Word of God and, and are thirsty for the Word of God, uh, you shall be filled. I know I've, um, when I uh, let people know that I exist as far as the program and my ministry here in Ohio, uh, many of them are hungry and thirsty. And, I tell them that God has given me the ability to help you to become filled. And then they, I know some of them anyway, they get off and get deceived and off into to, um, other ministries or other teachings that aren't uh, based on the Bible. And I try to explain to them uh, the following in Ephesians chapter 4 starting in verse 11 he states the following and he gave some apostles some prophets some evangelists and, and some pastors and teachers uh, notice the word some and not everyone is qualified to be an apostle or a prophet or an evangelist or a pastor or a teacher verse 12 it says for the perfecting of the saints and that word perfecting, read this in the King James Version, uh, in the Greek is kat artismos, and it means complete furnish. So for the complete furnishing of the saints, for the work of the ministry, ministry uh, in Greek means uh, attendance, service, for the edifying of the body of Christ. Edifying in, in Greek means uh 
the confirmation or structure, a structure, all right, for the structure of the body of Christ. So there should be a, a structure uh, in the assembly of Yah. Yah is short for God in Hebrew. Now, verse 13 says, Till we all come in the unity, oneness of the faith. So it's important to understand to have unity, to have unity in the assembly or body of Christ or Messiah. We have to understand that there's structure. We have to understand that there, there are leaders and not just one. Uh, you shouldn't have just one leader, maybe beginning that you have one leader uh, that's starting an assembly in, in your local area, but that leader should be quickly finding men that are qualified uh, to become elders. So anyway, do we all come in the unity of the faith? Uh, unity here in the Greek means oneness of the faith. So, you know, we have all these different... Uh, teachings and doctrines and and, and you know the, you're going to find out that the first seal is, is certainly about religious deception i'm going to prove that to you that's why i'm spending some time even talking about it now how it affects true believers even and, and a lot of true believers don't seem to understand how the devil can deceive and see is hold your place here in ephesians 4 verse 12 i'm going to turn to another scripture here This is what I find when I, when I, when I speak to people uh, and I try to explain the truth to them. And, you know, I, I, I went through this as well. And when you start finding out what the truth is, the truth is the Word of God. You, you turn to Psalm 119, verse 142, it says, The Torah, which is translated law in the King James, it should be, in most cases, uh, it is translated uh, Torah, which means the instructions of God, which is this entire Bible, and that's what it is. First uh, Timothy four verse one, he says, "But the Holy Spirit." This is in the Amplified version to bring out the original Greek meaning here in this context here. But the Holy Spirit distinctively and expressly declares that in latter times, uh, we're certainly living in latter times today, in the 21st century, some will turn away from the faith, giving attention to deluding and seducing spirits and doctrines that demons teach. Now, th- th- this is this this. Stop here for a minute, all right? Your Holy Scriptures are saying there are seducing spirits that teach doctrines. And who do you think they use to teach these doctrines? They don't come and appear and say, hey, I'm demon. <laughs> I'm going to teach a doctrine today. No, they do it through other human beings. Hold your place here in 1 Timothy 4, verse 1. Let's turn to Second Corinthians chapter eleven. First Corinthians chapter I mean Second Corinthians chapter eleven, Second Corinthians chapter eleven. Starting in verse thirteen. For such men are false apostles. So yes, there are false missionaries. And what is an apostle? Uh well an apostle is someone who sets up assemblies, but they also set up programs to help the poor. They 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 do outreach. They go out and help uh, people that are 
less fortunate than us. That's one of their their, their responsibilities. Uh, uh, Paul, he he said we should remember the poor, and the apostles should be certainly remembering the poor, prophets as well. Um, their whole messages. If you study each and every prophet, they were concerned about the poor, um, the ones that were uh, uh, described a little more in detail. They, uh, Zechariah talked about the poor. Uh, sure, the greatest prophet of all time talked about the poor. Uh, uh, the second most uh, greatest uh, prophet of all time, Johanna uh, the Immerser or John the Baptist, talked about the poor. It's all throughout the Bible. Jeremiah, you know, it's, it's all throughout the Bible. Ezekiel. Um, all throughout the Bible, Isaiah. But Second Corinthians chapter eleven verse thirteen: For such men are false apostles, spurious, counterfeits, deceitful workmen, masquerading as apostles or special messengers of the Messiah. Verse fourteen, Second Corinthians chapter eleven. And it is no wonder for Satan himself masquerades as an angel of light. Okay, so let's understand this. Satan himself masquerades as an angel of light. So. To trick or deceive someone, you're not going to just be obvious that you're wrong. You have to make yourself seem like you're right. And I try to explain this to people. I really try to explain how slick and clever the devil is. Verse 15, so it is not surprising if his servants also, also masquerade as ministers of righteousness. But their end will correspond with their deeds. So, there's a lot in the scripture. But what I want you to understand is that the devil and his demons use human beings, his servants, because God has his ministers, but the devil certainly has his. And unfortunately, there's a lot more of Satan's ministers in this world than, than God's ministers. Um, I can say that confidently because uh, in Matthew chapter 7, Matthew chapter 7, verse 14, it states the following, But the gate is narrow, contracted by pressure, and the way is straightened and compressed that leads away to life. And few are those who find it. That's in this age, in this, in this wicked age. Very few people are going to uh, acknowledge the truth. That's just sad, but that, that's just the way it is. And Yeshua stated here in the Gospels, um, Go find the scripture here. He stated about the labors of the work. He stated, uh, the harvest is great. In Luke 10, verse 2. Luke 10, verse 2. Therefore said he unto them, the harvest truly is great, but the laborers are few. And that word few, in the King James Version, means uh, short few, little, puny, puny. The same word that was used to say that there's uh, not that many people during this evil age that will walk the truth, that will pay attention to it. So anyway, it says, The harvest truly great, but the laborers, the ministers, the Torah teachers, the, the people who teach the word of God, are few. Pray ye therefore the Lord of the harvest, that he would send forth laborers unto his harvest. So, we should be praying that that happens, that uh, more laborers will be um, called to, to teach people, to teach people the Word of God. We should be doing that. 
So, but I wanted to explain that to you. And then in Revelation chapter 12, Revelation chapter 12, what does it say about the devil and what he's done ever since he sinned? And the great dragon, Revelation 12, verse 9, and the great dragon was cast. Let me read this and amplify it to bring out uh, its meaning a little better. Revelation 12, verse 9, the amplified version of the Bible. And the huge dragon was cast down and out, that age-old serpent. People say, well, if something is old, then it must be true. No, not necessarily. Uh, and the huge dragon was cast down and out, that age-old serpent called the devil and Satan, who is the seducer, deceiver, and trickster of all humanity. What, what do you think we got trick or treat from? Okay, He who is the seducer, deceiver of all humanity, the world over. I love that translation. It's a real good one. Let's, let's read this again, Revelation 12, verse 9. And a huge dragon was cast down and out, that age-old serpent, who was called the devil and Satan, or in Hebrew, Hasatan. He who is the seducer, deceiver, of all humanity the world over. He was forced out and down to the earth, and his angels were flung out along with him. So this devil has successfully uh, deceived this whole world and tricked this whole world uh, in reference to this Bible. And the only way that you're going to stop being tricked is to look at what the Bible says. Forget all this teaching that you learn from somebody who's claimed they were, the, they were a minister. You have to check up on what you were taught and don't assume that what you were taught was accurate. And that's, and that's very difficult for a lot of people, especially older people. It's difficult for them uh, to let go of that. That's what I find. And, I, you know, I, I sit and listen to people and... and um, I've had to learn a lesson that I can't just correct people um, right away about something because, like I said, it's very... Let me just show a scripture to help you understand what I'm talking about. And um, getting back to First uh, Timothy chapter 4, then we're going to quickly go over what the first seal is. But I'm just spending a little more time to help you to understand the, the depth of the deception of the devil and how, how tricky it is. First uh, Timothy 4, verse 1, But the Holy Spirit distinctively and expressly declares that in latter times, the 21st century today, some will turn away from the faith, giving attention to deluding and seducing spirits and doctrines that demons teach. So you know that demons teach doctrines, and they teach them through human beings. Verse 2, doctrines meaning teachings. Through the hypocrisy and pretensions of liars whose consciousness are seared. Seared, okay? And... Uh, let me just break this down some more. I'm going to break this down some more using the 1965 Bible and basic English version. It says, Through the false ways of men whose words are untrue, whose hearts are burned as with a heated iron. So like when you iron something, it just gets ingrained. Well, these false teachings, uh, and it seems to be worse for older people, it, it just gets so ingrained within their brain that it's so hard for them to get that out. But the only way it's going to be, get out is that if you humble yourself like a little child and listen, listen to someone who is proving through the scriptures that what you believe is wrong. 
Okay, First Timothy four verse three: Who keep men from being married? And that's a false doctrine. That's a doctrine of the demons, and from taking food which God made to be taken with praise by those who have faith and true knowledge. That's uh, people that believe that is right scripturally to be a vegetarian, and that's nowhere in the Bible. Um, so you know, he's giving you examples of the deception, the the deception that this is really, really bad in these end times. You know, so um, matter of fact, the uh, anti-messiah, the anti-messiah, Second uh, Thessalonians two verse nine says, even him whose coming is after the working of Satan with all power and signs and lying wonders. And verse 10, and with all deceivableness of unrighteousness in them that perish, because they received not the love of the truth, that they might, not only did they receive the truth, they didn't receive the love of it. They, they didn't appreciate it, that they might be saved. In verse 11, and for this cause God shall send them strong, now God is sending them through the devil, strong delusion, that they should believe a lie. In verse 12, and this is the this is what the anti-Messiah is going to be all about. He's going to be a trickster. And because the devil is going to possess him. Verse 12, that all might be damned who believe not the truth, but have pleasure in unrighteousness. There is, some, there is pleasure in unrighteousness, but it doesn't lead to anything. It doesn't lead to uh, what it should lead to, which is uh, eternal life. It leads into eternal death. So... Um, let's let's understand something that uh, we must um, listen to people who do know what they're talking about and prove what they're talking about through the scriptures. But you also have a responsibility to check on what I say, what anyone says, to make sure that it's scripturally accurate. And you must be very careful not to to let any teaching that you have been taught to burn with a hot iron unless it's true teachings. But if it's false teachings, then you, then you have to learn how to let that go when you see some other scriptures that contradict and correctly contradict and correct you. And I know that's very difficult to do, but that's, that's what you have to do. We all have to unlearn some truth because the scriptures plainly reveal, like in Jeremiah, in Jeremiah, that we all have inherited lies. But first, let me... Acts 17, verse 10. Now the brethren at once sent Paul and Silas away by night to Berea, and when they arrived, they entered the synagogue of the Jews. Now these Jews were better disposed and more noble than those in Thessalonica, for they were entirely ready and accepted and welcomed the message. You have to, to, welcome, you have to welcome the message, the true message of the Bible, concerning the attainment through Christ of eternal salvation and the kingdom of God, which inclination of mind and eagerness searching and examining the scriptures daily to see if those things were so. So even Paul here, he, he was an expert with the Bible. They were checking to see whether or not Paul, whether he was saying is true. And you have to do that too. You can't blindly believe a man's teachings. You have to make sure that they are backed up by the scriptures. And, you know, like I said, I, you know, I do have conversations with people, you know, throughout my ministry uh, doing this uh, for, for, uh, for years. And, 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 I know uh, when to talk and when not to talk and reveal some truth. And some people just aren't ready for it, and some people are. 
So um, I've learned that over the years to do that. So let's take a look here at the, the first seal, the first seal. Revelation chapter 6, verse 1. Then I saw, well, let me read this in the King James. Then I saw when the Lamb opened one of the seals, and I heard, as it were, the noise of thunder, one of the four beasts saying, Come and see. And I saw, and behold, a white horse, and he that sat on him had a bow, and a crown was given to him, and he went forth conquering and to conquer. Okay, so what is this talking about? What is this talking about? All right, well, let's find out. Now, I'm going by um, this commentary that was written by a Messianic Jew, and I'm going to go further than this, but I'm just going to give you uh, his insight. I think it makes sense here. It says, Some consider the writer in the White House to be the Messiah, depicted as a conqueror. I totally disagree with that, uh, based on... The fact, number one, uh, I did a Bible study, who opens the seals? The Word of God opens the seals. Okay, so <laughs> we need to use the Word of God, the Messiah. And when he, especially when he spoke specifically, we need to t- pay attention to that. And he provided that, this interpretation of this seal and all the other seals in Matthew chapter 24. We're going to go there in a minute. But anyway, in the sense that his gospel conquers the world, but... This makes him only one writer among many. Moreover, the rest of the four horses of the apocalypse bring judgment, not relief. Better to see this writer as bringing judgment in the form of war and conquest. He's right. How is he conquering? The, the Messiah tells you how this particular horse conquers. Let's go to Matthew chapter 24. Matthew chapter 24. Remember uh, in, in verse 3. Um, when they when they were at the Mount of Olives, and as he sat upon the Mount of Olives, the disciples came unto him privately, saying, Tell us, when shall these things be? What shall be the sign of thy coming and of the end of the world? The first thing that came out of his mouth was deception, folks. <laughs> and that's the first seal. It's deception. Uh, verse 4, Jesus answered and said unto them, Take heed that no man deceive you. Remember, he's the one that opens the understanding of the seals. Now, he's, he's, these, this is direct conversation from his own mouth. So let's pay attention here. And, and Jesus answered and said unto them, Take heed that no man deceive you. That is the first thing. Now, when people deceive you and trick you, they conquer your mind. They conquer, they control you. They domineer over you. And that's what the first seal represents. It, and it represents also the anti-Messiah or, or any, see, there's many anti-Messiahs, but there's going to be one anti-Messiah, but it's going to be some uh, uh, conquering figure, some powerful figure that sounds right, but he isn't right. And that's been going through throughout the ages, but it's going to really pick up in the end times. All right, take heed that no man deceive you, Verse 5, for many shall come in my name, saying, I'm the Messiah, and shall deceive many. That's why the, the rider on the horse is, is, is somewhat similar to the Messiah, but you notice that he has a bow. 
<laughs> and so that that's that's it's, it's different. Uh, verse six, and you shall okay. So that he's telling you what that first seal is. There is is many anti messiahs conquering. Uh, now remember, the four horses have 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 been galloping all throughout the ages here. You know, all you know, ever since uh, the Messiah talked about it, or John talked about it. But it's going to really pick up in this 21st century. So um, the deception and all the other seals that we're going to talk about um, in the next few weeks are going to be picked. It's, it's going to pick up now. And this chapter is interesting because he mentions deception quite often here. In verse 11 of Matthew chapter 24, and many false prophets shall arise and shall deceive many. And then in the context of all this deception. Uh, iniquity shall abound, and the love of many shall wax cold. Because if people aren't being taught correctly, sin is going to increase, right? And then the love of many shall wax cold, like like an icicle. You just take an icicle, and it's cold. Well, that's the way people are going to care about each other, and this is the way this is the way people do care about each other in the end time. A lot of people, it's just like people don't care about each other unless there's a hurricane and there's all total total destruction. And then he's oh, okay, we're human beings. Oh, we're, we're the same. Oh, we're neighbors. Oh, let's, let's, let's take care of each other. Oh, our homes are, are destroyed, you know. That's when people finally realize that, hey, wait a minute, we're supposed to be doing this anyway, you know. But it takes things like that to wake us up. And and, and, and it's unfortunate that uh, that has to occur. But I, I just want to stress to you again the tremendous amount of deception that we all were born into uh, Jeremiah, Jeremiah chapter 16. Jeremiah chapter 16, verse 19, it says, O Lord, my strength and my fortress and my refuge in the day of affliction. <clears throat> the Gentiles shall come unto thee from the ends of the earth and shall say, Surely our fathers have inherited lies. So notice this scripture. It says our fathers, our past generations, have inherited lies. So we all are born into Inheriting lies, folks. Things aren't true. Vanity and things which there is no profit. And so knowing that, and when you hear someone speaking the truth, you have to really put under investigation everything that you have ever learned and to make sure that those things are lining up with the Bible. Don't assume that whatever you learn is accurate. You have to really, really go and do some studies to make sure that it is accurate. And this is what I try to explain to people. You know, I try to explain to people, and uh, unfortunately some people, they suffer from that being seared from a hot iron. So, and and they they have to, to get over that. And they have to realize that, uh, that the devil is so tricky. And so you, you have to really, really be careful. And and, and Peter says, and I'm going to read this in uh, an easier version here. It says in the basic uh, 1965 Bible, basic English version, it says, but there were false prophets among the people. Second Peter 2, verse 1, as there will be false teachers among you who will secretly put forward wrong teachings for your destruction even turning away from the Lord who gave himself for them, whose destruction will come quickly, and they themselves will be the cause of it. And a great number will go with them in their evil ways, though, through whom the true way will have a bad name. 
and in their desire for profit they will come to you with words of deceit, like traitors doing business in souls whose punishment has been ready for a long time and their destruction is watching for them. All right, so we got to be very careful about, again, false teachings. And, and we, we, we have to realize that God has raised up people to help you understand uh, what's true and what isn't true. Not that you totally depend on them, but just like when you go to college, right, and uh, you, you give the professor respect because you know the professor knows his topic. Well, you need to give someone like myself or someone else who knows the Bible pretty well, give, give us our respect and at least listen to us and then go check the scriptures and see whether or not those things are so. Don't assume that all your your teachings you learned in the past from uh, the uh, from false ministers or, or individuals that may be false ministers uh, uh, is true. You need to go and, and check and see whether or not those things are so. All right. So with that, um, I will leave you. Uh, we're going to talk about the second seal of the Book of Revelation. May Yah bless and keep you. And Elohim ready. Elohim means God in Hebrew. I'll be available to you next week. Shalom. Peace. Malachi chapter 4 For behold, the day cometh that shall burn as an oven, and all the proud, yea, and all that do wickedly shall be stubble. And the day that cometh shall burn them up, saith the Lord of hosts, that it shall leave them neither root nor branch. But unto you that fear my name shall the Son of Righteousness arise with healing in his wings, and ye shall go forth and grow up as calves of the stall. And ye shall tread down the wicked, for they shall be ashes under the soles of your feet in the day that I shall do this, saith the Lord of hosts. Remember ye the law of Moses my servant, which I commanded unto him in Horeb for all Israel, with the statutes and judgments. Behold, I will send you Elijah the prophet before the coming of the great and dreadful day of the Lord. And he shall turn the heart of the fathers to the children, and the heart of the children to their fathers, lest I come and smite the earth with a curse.